Affirmative Action. Episode 9, season 1. 9th episode of season 1. For some reason, whenever I try to name season 1, like, this is the one I almost always forget. When playing Ultimate Curb Challenge, or just... Or just, like, whenever I think of season 9, like, this one doesn't stick in my mind. Like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like Amco and Beloved Ant and, like, uh, Porno Gill, like, they're... There's so many that have, like, a defining, like, there's no, like, super defining element to this one in my mind, I guess. Right, there's, like, no defining antagonist in this episode. But it is a good episode. I oh. think it's actually a very good episode. I, I know, I liked it better than... For I, season I, one. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely liked it better than I thought I would. Um, so yeah. what do you have for notes? Um, I didn't have a lot of notes, although I do like it. Um... So one actually thing, which is not even known about the episode, but they when when Larry runs into that woman twice and she yells at him that he ne- there was never a black person on Seinfeld. Um, the two I could think of were actually, but there's a bunch. I kept thinking of more. Kramer had a black girlfriend in one episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. It's one he overtanned the tanning beds. Yep. There was George had that guy Yankee Stadium, Mr. Morgan, who he worked with. Mm-hmm. And there was even a plot where George tried to convince him to get black friends and hire Jerry's exterminator. Um, Correct. So, I can think of at least three black people on Seinfeld, so she was not 100% correct. Yeah. I, I mean, I think her overall point was that it was Seinfeld was an overwhelmingly white show and that they didn't hang out with black people. Well, if you can name three black people out of literally hundreds over the nine seasons, it's, oh, Jackie, the lawyer, Jackie. Yes. Jackie Stiles. But he was more of a cartoon character than anything else. Okay, well, so we're, we're up to four, though. That, point uh, taken. Uh, anyway, uh, I didn't write down a, a lot of great lines. I liked when I, I thought it was fun. It's not even a funny line. I really like the way Larry delivered it when he first offends the dermatologist Justin with Richard Lewis, and he's just like, I, "I tend to say stupid things in front of black people sometimes." Like, I just thought that was a really funny Larry line. Yeah, I just found it so interesting that, like, in this episode, it's the first time you really see Larry David have like legitimate remorse. That's a good point. He did feel really bad. Like, he's, he's in the, the restaurant waiting with Cheryl, and he's telling her what he did. And Larry is, he's, he's not happy with himself. And I feel like every other time we see Larry have some sort of remorse, it's either forced or the situation puts him into this situation where he needs to act like he's, you know, sad for some reason. But for this, he's actually, like, very honest that he's screwed up. No, you're correct. And Cheryl says, like, oh, I bet you're overselling it. He's like, no, if anything, I'm underselling it. Like, like he, he realized and did, did react to that, which is actually a very good point that he, he's not faking it like every other time. Well, almost all of his emotions, he's generally faking towards other people. Yeah, it's almost odd. I was watching it thinking to myself, this is, this is not true Larry. Maybe this is how Larry is actually in real life. Interesting. You don't see I, it on the show. I, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't think of that the first time through, but I'm definitely agreeing with you as, as you're saying it right now. Yeah, it, it's just a, like a set of emotions you don't see. I, I couldn't even think of another example in any other episode where he's, he even acts like that. No, I'm sure there is, and I'm going to spend the rest of his time trying to think about it. I'm there's, sure we'll find it. There's a few times where he actually realizes that he messed up and, and he's sorry. But yeah. So moving on to when he, when he bribes the major D. Um, yes. Most awkward slip of the cash. Yeah, I, that, that, was my, that was my next note, too. Like, how he, he, he just kind of, like, forces it at him. Like, 
First of all, he, he finds this need to make this awkward bit of conversation yeah. about are things are and stuck? things get done. And... Things get done around here. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a great little bit, and the and the, the yeah. most awkward like flopping his hand on the on the the top of the, what do you call that the server's table? Uh, the 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 hostess stand. The host. Okay, the hostess stand. You know what it reminded me of actually is and this is like a a, a fast forward way to the future is um, the episode where Funkhauser in season seven, or is it season six? It's the Ida Funkhauser Roadside Memorial. Uh, season seven. six. No, no, it's six, because they live with the blacks. I can picture it. I think it's like 603 or 604. Okay. Um, and it's the episode where Marty Funkhauser gives Larry that really sweaty $50 bill. <laughs> and like, there's at one point when he's at a store trying to pay for it, and he kind of just pulls it out and just like shoves <laughs> it at here. He doesn't like, even I, throw it. It's like he yeah. throws it if he didn't have any muscles in his arm. Yeah, exactly. Like, I felt like that was very similar to what he was doing, like this. Like I think he did the same motion almost. Like he held on to this one longer, but he was just like throwing it at the guy, just like he was trying to force it to him, but so weak. It, it was very good. Yeah, it, it, it was fun. Have you ever done that? Have you ever slipped cash to a major I have not, but I've been with people that have, and it worked. And I guess it's a cool thing to do, but I don't know. I gotta try it out more. It's, uh, I think I probably would go about it like Larry. I think I'd ask. Uh, I think I'd do the same exact thing. Can things be done here? You know what? If I did do it, I would just memorize those lines and, do, and say that's the major D. Do the exact, the exact speech. Yeah. Can things be done? I, I don't think anyone would pick up on the rest. <laughs> so in this episode, we have the, what I think is the third occurrence of sour grapes this season. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge in season one where that she uh, and she even mentions how bad it is, which yeah. kind of actually is a recurring theme also because Cheryl's friend didn't like it. They don't shy away from saying it was not well received. I'm guessing Larry doesn't think very highly of it. Um, that's actually probably one. That's probably true. And two, I think you're right, because you can tell he does think highly of Seinfeld, by the way, it's shown on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think he's being, I think you're right that he's being honest about it. And I believe that he wouldn't like it, because I think he has a good sense of humor, and for, not that I've actually seen it, but it's supposed to be pretty bad. So that's all I had about that part. Um, yeah, my maybe favorite, not favorite scene, but I did love Larry's joy at the navigation system. Like yes. Cheryl just obviously so effing angry at him. Like he's messed up her prescription twice already. Like now they're driving to this random doctor's house. Like she's so annoyed. She just wants to listen to the radio, have him shut up. Like he's just going on and on about, oh, Larry's not an idiot. Larry figured out the navigation system. Like in his funny voice. And that's just classic. That, that was a great scene. But Larry has two like two fantastic car driving Larry voice scenes in this episode. He's got the first scene when he's parodying the doctor, saying, like, this better be life-threatening, Norman. Oh, can't call on the weekend. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. And then he has the, you know, not so dumb, Larry, talking about his parents and the navigation in the car. Yeah, it was great. Um, then, I mean, like, the climax of the episode, like, I think we've, we've talked about before how we're, we're very desensitized to how awkward how like brilliantly awkward curb scenes are because we've seen them before. Mm-hmm. But this was like, like even I felt awkward again watching this. Like this, that was a great scene when he walks in and all the people are black and they just push him for like, it's like a three minute buildup towards him finally telling his stupid affirmative action joke again. Yep. yep. 
and it's 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 actually really well acted by Larry, I thought, and it's, that whole scene was just really well done. I did like that scene. I mean, it's it's like it's like cringe worthy curb again. Like that's that's what made the show great the first time you watch it. It's exactly cringe worthy curb, and I thought that the, actually the worst part of that scene was when the woman from the margaritas place comes back at the end. I agree with it. That. Just it made such a good scene into just like a very heavy handed calling something back. Yeah, exactly. And it didn't even really make sense because, like, I guess she was in the bathroom, but she'd been there, like, they'd been in the house, like, a long time by then, and... Yeah. It's also just, like, way too coincidental. Yeah, it's not... Was she going to come to her intellectual discussion group drunk because she was already drunk at the restaurant? Yeah, and and exactly. And they kind of seemed like they might have been having a dinner party or something, and she was at the... Yeah, you're right. It's just There's a lot that didn't make sense. It was a way of just... Heavy-handed is a good word for kind of just forcing that back in there. And it didn't need to be. They could have just ended it there, actually. Yeah, I think it would have been fine if they had ended it right there. Um, yeah, because, you know, I didn't love... I don't know. I, I understand that... I guess they had to swing it back some way that Larry doesn't get the prescription and messes up. Because uh, even... The, the last joke is pretty good when he walks in the house and you can just tell he's so defeated and, like, afraid to go up and just, like, kind of looks down, ready to take it, like, starts up those stairs. Yeah, I did really like the, the camera work on yeah. that scene. So it's, it's looking down at him at the bottom of the stairs. He looks really small. And you can subtly hear Cheryl scratching the whole time. You don't right. see her, but you hear her scratching. I thought that was nicely done. And that was good. But I, I didn't love the him getting in a fight with the pharmacist, bribe the pharmacist being like that. I didn't think that was that real. I thought the pharmacist kind of went crazy overreacting and kicking him out. I, I don't know. I think he went a bit, yeah, a, a bit overboard there. Although what was funny about the scene, which I forgot to write down, but I remember that I liked, was if you paid attention to what the pharmacist was, was telling everyone in line, every single person, it was saying the super stuff. He's like, okay, so here are the instructions. Make sure to follow the instructions. <laughs> the next person was like, he, oh, he, it's really simple. Just take the pills. And like, he, like, it was clear that like, the, the instructions were just like, you have to fill time in, in like some way to annoy Larry. And it, it was just, I, I thought he did a good job of that. Yeah, you know, I didn't write that down, but you're right. He, he did a really nice job of so filling st- the time and just being annoying. Like, this isn't hard. This isn't complicated. Anyone can get it for reading the instructions, but I just want to tell you anyway what they say. Like, that was pretty much what it was. 